Welcome to Comic Talkers, where comics is always the top of our discussion. My name is Brandon. I'm Mary. And I'm Bryce. And today we continue on with Flash Month by going over a forgotten segment. Now, of course, this is a segment that we try to highlight different heroes, different villains, even teams about bringing them back to light. Um, maybe even pitching how they could be brought back into comics if they don't have a lot of history nowadays. Um, but go over their origins, their powers and abilities, and maybe some cool facts about them. And today we're doing things, I know it's like every time we do a forgotten segment, we always do something different. And today we are doing something different. The thing is, is that there are so many speedsters when you think of DC Comics. Um, of course, we've already highlighted um, Barry, we've highlighted Jay, we've highlighted um, Wally, um, we, our book club is around Bart is being Flash, so we've pretty much have covered the main Flashes, but there are some forgotten speedsters. Um, so the goal today is to go over, we got six um, different speedsters that we're going to cover. Um, two of them are going to be coincide between Bryce and I, as we talk about the Tornado Twins. Um, but we also have Mary, who's going to be covering Johnny Quick, and also Avery. Um, what was it? Avery Thank you. Yep. I, was there, I was like, I was like, I, don't, I forgot her last name there for a second. Um, we also have Bryce going to be covering Max Mercury and Don Allen. And then I'm going to be covering Jesse Quick and Don Allen as well. So I have, we have twins that are literally Don and Don. Um, so yeah, we're going to be having some fun times here. So I'm going to turn the mic over to Mary because she is going to start us off with Johnny Quick. Yeah, so Johnny Quick is a really fascinating character. I was so excited to get to take him for this. Um, so his legal name is Johnny Chambers, goes by Johnny Quick. Um, he was first introduced in 1941. Um, he is originally from Earth 2. He worked as a newsreel photographer and was the ward of a mathematician, Professor Ezra Gill, who found an equation on papyrus removed from the tomb of Pharaoh Amun. Um, I do not know what a mathematician was doing with Egyptian papyrus, but we're going to move on. And he determined that this, uh, Gil determined this equation, which is 3x2 parenthesis 9yz close parenthesis 4a, could be repeated as a mantra that would allow him to tap into an unspecified speed energy that Gil referred to as the fourth dimension. Um, and he would then pass on this formula to Johnny, who would use it as repeat this formula as a mantra to access super speed. Um, he fashioned himself after Jay Garrick, although it should be noted that Johnny's top speed is far below Jay's normal speed. Um, he served in the All-Star Squadron and then defied the Committee on Un-American Activities during the McCarthy era to continue hero work, although he mostly stuck to minor crimes during this point, as he was also developing his relationship with the leader of the All-Star Squadron, Libby Lawrence, Liberty Bell, whom he would then marry. Um, after the Crisis on Infinite Earths, um, his life was reformatted, and he now had a daughter named Jesse Quick um, with his wife, Libby. Um, Somewhere in the 2000s, he started an infomercial company um, called Quick Enterprises that was geared towards helping people find a fresh start that was inspired by his own multiple restarts with his family. 
And his powers is he is a speed force conduit, but he has to use this formula to access the speed force, which gives him superhuman speed, agility, reflexes, stamina, and durability. He can astral project. Um, he has access to dimensional travel, electrokinesis, enhanced senses. He can fly, but only on Earth, too. Um, he can do time travel and do vortex creations by spinning his arms around in circles. Um, he's a delightful character. I really enjoy him. Um, and I believe we're going to Brandon next for his daughter, Jessie. Yes. Yeah, so just like Mary said that this is one of her favorite speedsters, this is one of my favorite speedsters is Jessie Quick. And like Mary said, she is the daughter of not only Johnny Quick, but Liberty Bell. So her power sets are actually pretty unique. Um, she first appeared in comics in Justice Society of America, Volume 2, Issue Number 1, back in August 1992, created by Lynn Straczynski and Mike Parabek. Um, Not only is she the daughter of two heroes, she also married another legacy character, um, the son of Our Man Rex Tyler, Rick Tyler, who also takes on the Our Man um, mantle. Um, of course, she has been on many teams, including the Flash Flam or the Flash Family, Justice League of America, Justice Society International, Justice Society of America, Teen Titans, um, um, and the Titans. And some of her history is pretty simple. Um, Jesse Chambers was born in Queens, New York. Um, when she grew older, her father taught Je or her father taught Jesse the secret formula that he draws on um, to be able to gain access to the Speed Force. Um, that's right, kids. Uh, Fact being that he didn't have the speed. He had to call on a formula. And the formula was three times two in parentheses, nine YZ, and outside that parentheses, four A. He would have to repeat this formula to be able to gain access to speed force. But here's the thing. Her dad wanted her to become a hero. Her mom didn't. And she follows the footsteps of her mother. But superhero history fascinated her. So what does she go to? She goes to Gotham University and studies superhero history and the impact on superheroes throughout history. Um, the Justice Society during this time of America, or the Justice Society of America reemerged. And following a long absence from the world, um, she was writing a paper on the impact of superheroes on society for her thesis and decides to follow these returning heroes. Um, Jesse would follow the heroes on adventures, which would later make her join the Justice Society of America, um, allowing her to use the formula to gain super speed. But not only that, I'm going to go over her powers and abilities. Of course, she is a speed force con or speed force con or conduit, um, which grants her superhuman speed, agility, reflexes, accelerated healing. But not only that, she also has superhuman strength from her mom. Now, some of her other period or abilities, she does have vortex creations abilities. She has electrokinesis. She has super leaping. Um, some of her abilities, she's also a great business management person. Um, she is a great hand-to-hand -hand combatant, um, swordsmanship. Some of the cool abilities or cool facts about her, it's like we said, um, she is a superhero historian, um, which I would love to do if that ever happens. If there's ever a job that comes up, I would love to be that um she also DC needs an archivist there we go i'm going do it and maybe maybe someone with an actual degree in it this time that would be cool <laughs> <laughs> now 
Here's another fact, and I know this might be sore for somebody like Bryce, who is a huge Wally fan. She almost became a Flash. Wally ran faster than ever before, almost trapping himself inside the Speed Force. Wally was able to return, but knew he was slowly being pulled back into the Speed Force. Originally wanting Impulse, Bart Allen, to replace him and realizing that he might not be ready for that mantle, he named Jesse Quick as his replacement. Now, and you know, what? I'm not, I'm not mad about that. It's you know, it, if, Wally, if Wally couldn't be, I, I like, I love, I, I love Jesse. She's well, great. This is where things really get turned away. He did it as a ruse to spark something in Bart, to make him start realizing he would have to take up something like this. So he used Jesse in the process to make Bart. Wally's not perfect. He makes mistakes like we all do, and it's just like. So here's the next thing. So Wally does try to make mends with her, though, and invites her along with Dick Grace and a couple others to the Titans. Now, Wally is the one that recommends her, and she does accept this offer. And what was it? But her team, her time on the team was short-lived, and he felt that the teammates compared her to Wally too much. So pretty much essentially what led her to leave the team. Um, she was a part of two teams at the same time. She was also she was not only part of the Justice Society, she was also part of Justice League. And at this point in time, she does leave both teams because we find out she's pregnant. And it is Rick Tyler's kid as well. Now, here's the sad thing. During the events of Flashpoint, she is also erased from continuity. Um, but she, we find out she's also trapped in the Speed Force. Um, while Reverse Flash had control of Barry's body, Barry's mind was trapped in the Speed Force. And this is where she finds out that not only did he find Jesse, he also found Max Mercury. Um, during this time frame, um, Barry was able to escape. And he was able to bring Jesse and Max back out with him. So, and... They all work together to take down the Legion of Zoom, which we will talk about two of those members soon. So that's my points, but I feel that it might be a good point for Bryce to take over because Max Mercury is next. So Max Mercury is an extremely, extremely interesting character to me, especially as a speedster. So he was born in the early 19th century, so the early 1800s. And because of his connection to his speed and later later event like eventually accessing the speed force because he tried and failed a couple times, he was able to slow his aging to the point where in the 40s he was able to meet Jay Garrick, who viewed Max as a hero. So canonically, Max Mercury is the first speedster recorded. His affiliation is mainly with the Flash family. He doesn't really team up with a whole lot of people outside uh, other than, you know, his very, his very, very notable team-ups being Jay Garrick, Johnny Quick, and later Bart Allen. But that will that will come later. Uh, in the Golden Age, he, he kind of runs around Keystone with Jay and Johnny, but disappears for a long time before coming back to help Wally in the return of Barry Allen storyline. That is the return of Max Mercury, the first time we see him since the Golden Age. 
And not long after this story is when Bart Allen shows up and we get the the dynamic that Max is essentially known for, which is as a mentor and a father figure to Bart, arguably more so than Jay in a lot of ways. Eventually, though, Max was trapped in the Speed Force. This is all pre-New 52. Max was trapped in the Speed Force where he was, where he became one with it. So that's one of Max's things is Max is the most in tune speedster with the Speed Force. He's known as the Zen Master. He became one with the Speed Force before exiting once and for all during the Jeff Johns and Ethan Van Skyver miniseries Flash Rebirth. Uh, some of his powers and abilities, he is a Speed Force conduit, which means he has accelerated healing, enhanced senses, he can phase. And he has enhanced durability due to his speed force aura. Also has superhuman stamina, speed, agility, reflexes, of course. But the thing that sets Max apart is because he is so in tune with the speed force, he's known as Zen Master for a reason, he has what's known as speed force empathy, which is where he can sense if another speed force conduit is in trouble. So he's kind of the one speedster that almost has like a, I don't want to call it a spider sense, but it's some sort of precognition sense, mm-hmm. which again, really, really makes him useful. So that was all pre-New 52. Post-New 52, we don't see him a whole lot. He was actually, again, another speedster that was erased due to the events of Flashpoint. However, he does come back during DC Rebirth briefly, and his most notable time in DC Rebirth was when he helped Barry, Jay, Wally, and everyone else in the Flash family take down the Legion of Zoom. He's been largely absent from Infinite Frontier until the disappearance of Barry Allen during the Justice League League Incarnate series that led into Dark Crisis. And ever since then, Max has not really come back to the forefront, but has had a more prominent role in the search for Barry Allen. And as recently as this month, at the time of recording, the One Minute War. Max has been a huge part of the One Minute War. So he's had a very inconsistent history where he's been here, and then he's not, and he's kind of been here, and now he's back. So who knows what will happen with Max in the future. But I don't know. I, I wish it would give him like a solo miniseries or something personally. It would be really interesting to do um, a solo that's set when he was first discovering his speed. Yes. Uh, because he was a messenger in the Civil War. Um, there would be It would be f- so cool to do the sorts of stories that Marvel has done with Wolverine with Max. Oh, yeah. Idea. You know how DC was coming out with Batman Urban Legends, which was the oversized series that was kind of an anthology, but also had like overarching story arcs. So don't make it an anthology, but bring back all bring back the all flash title. Yes. With solo stories featuring Jay all the, all the different and Max. 
And you can throw Jesse in there with Johnny's story where they're so tight. But may, like, I, I mainly have the idea of focusing on the Golden Age speedsters. The old cronies, as they call themselves. Yes. <laughs> because understanding the old guard is, a, it's in my, in my opinion, and knowing Mary's reading habits, hers especially, I would assume, Understanding the old guard is important and, dare I say, vital to understanding the current members of the Flash family today. Especially when so many of them have been mentored by the old guard. Yeah. And especially since, you know, uh, random fact about Jay, he is the only main Flash to never really die. He's... I hope it stays that way. I'm gonna I'm gonna fall like a baby if he does the story of him, like him personally dealing with all of it. Because he's had to see all of it. He's the one constant. Now let's turn it over because now we're going into one last feature before Bryce and I really connect with Dawn and Dawn, (laughs) Alan. Um so Mary, take it away with Avery. Avery Ho is the Flash of China, and she's a member of the Justice League of China. Um, Her first appearance was just in 2016, so if you're wanting to get caught up on a really cool Flash, um, it won't take you that long to read all her appearances. There's less than 100 of them. Mm -hmm. Um, So her powers were the result of the Speed Force Storm of Central City. Um, which is, of course, taking place in Flash Lightning Strikes Twice. Um, her powers were almost stolen by Barry Allen, which I think is just the funniest thing possible, is that he just wasn't fast enough to steal her powers. Like, there were other things going on. He didn't have time to go after her in particular, so she got to keep hers. And now he's kind of chasing after her, trying to, like, become friends, but they're never... She's never still enough for him to manage that, and then he names her as his successor, to um the oh, what is it called it's the justice league incarnate which is a multiversal team um so following the disappearance of barry allen avery's recruited to the justice league incarnate um so it's very fun there a lot of things happen with her in grod in particular um but she again is a really recent addition to the flash fam she's really really cool but we just don't have all that much she has a really interesting friendship with ace um um so highly recommend reading their interactions because they are just golden um but much like the rest of them she is a speed force conduit so she has superhuman speed agility stamina durability from the speed force aura electrokinesis energy absorption enhanced senses intangibility she can make herself invisible um can steal speed from other objects, can create vortexes, can time travel, and can engage in dimensional travel. Um, Avery's really cool. I can't wait to see more of her. Um, I'm really sad that I can't, I I don't have more to share in the Forgotten Speedster section for her, but that's just, she's so new. Um, And so I can't wait to see what else they do with her, because I've really enjoyed her character so far, and I'm very excited to see where they might be going with her in Dawn of DC. Yeah, what was it? It's fantastic. Yeah, Avery, give it a few more years, and I think she'll have a little bit more underneath her belt, so maybe we revisit this soon. Mike is solo for her. That would be really cool. Um, Real quick, before we hit the Tornado Twins, I realized I didn't go over Max's origin, and it's extremely interesting. Do you care if I touch on that for a minute here? Go for it. Go for it. 
So long story short, Max essentially uh, got his powers from the wizard Shazam. Uh, totally kidding, but it's very similar. So Max was a messenger. <laughs> in, in, the, uh, in the 1830s, Max was a messenger at a fort. He had been assigned in the military, and he made he befriended this local clan called the Blackfoot clan. The fort commander didn't trust any of them, which resulted in a total massacre. Max was, of course, devastated by this, and there was this shaman of the clan who essentially get got like this substance, said like a like a incantation or a prayer over Max as he drew a lightning bolt on his chest, and the shaman passed away. And that's how Max got his powers. So while everybody else got their powers due to science, Max got his from a shaman. So, so just even more so sets him apart and could very well be the reason that he's the one with the speed force empathy. Well, we go to that, but then we go to Tornado Twins, which has another way of inheriting them because they actually do inherit it from their father. Yes. Uh, it's not science either because here's so well biology <laughs> science but you get the picture like we, 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 like what's not you're gonna have biologists and geneticists calling for our heads in these comments i'm sorry <laughs> the the twins were not the ones participating in a science experiment of any kind yes no, okay they're not yes. breathing in hard water vapors or getting struck by lightning Surrounded by or, chemicals or, that are it's fairly certainly improperly stored. Or stating they didn't, they didn't go on a, they didn't go on a smoke break and come back with super speed. <laughs> so so Bryce and I will kind of take back and forth on this one. Dawn and Dawn Allen, um, identical twins, one man, one woman, um, first made their first appearances in Adventure Comics. 373 back in October 1968, created by Jim Shooter and Wynn Mortimer. Um, of course, I'm going to go over their powers and abilities, um, Bryce, before we get into their history, because their history can get a little complex. Um, somewhat. Yeah, but they're basically non existent post crisis. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, <laughs> their powers and abilities, of course, is speed force conduit, their accelerated healing, enhanced senses, um, phasing speed force aura, um, which grants them superhuman durability. They also have great superhuman stamina, superhuman speed, which grants them agility and reflexes, and they also have the ability to do vortex creations. Um, so we'll kind of go kind of split off the history a little bit. I have here in what was in my notes that they are the children of not only Barry Allen, but Iris Allen as well. Um, but the weird thing is, is that they were not conceived in the 30th century, but yet were raised in the 30th century, if that makes sense. Uh, that's, this is where things can get a little weird. Because um, after her father's retirement, born right after his death in the first crisis. If that, it's really weird how their stories come about doesn't iris retire to the 30th century following the death of barry she decides that's where she's gonna go live correct uh because that's where they take them but the problem is is that they have to hide their powers they do find out that they do have powers but or they have a faction of barry's speed 
Um, but while growing up, due to the policies of the Earth government, the fact being that, which was known for exploiting metahumans, Iris was the one that encouraged Dawn and Dawn to not use their powers whatsoever. But it's interesting who feels that they should. Wally West comes into the picture. So Wally essentially is in a battle with Savitar. And it causes him to launch into the 30th century and become trapped there. While in the 30th century, Wally sees Iris, obviously is elated that she is around, and is shocked to know that Barry's kids haven't taken up the hero business. However, when Wally is in trouble in the 30th century, Don and Don spring into action for the first time. So after that, really, the most notable thing to come from the Tornado Twins, it's kind of funny. They're, they're in this unfortunate scenario where the two most important things to come from them, at least with Don, is his father and his son. Because Don Allen is the father of Bart Allen Impulse, a.k.a. Kid Flash, a.k.a. The Flash. And who was also born in the 30th century. Right. Um, After Bart's birth, they were attacked by Professor Zoom, and they were forced to try to go to another Earth using the Cosmic Treadmill. And Brandon, I'll let you take back over to the outcome of that. Yeah, so, so not only that, too, like you said, with Dawn had Bart Allen, my Dawn had a daughter named Jenny, which also becomes known as XS from the Legion of Superheroes, uh, which also grants her superhuman speed. Um, The, of course, in the Prime Earth continuity, um, this is where things get weird too, because their origins do switch around a lot. Um, Yes, they are killed after this, or, or again, killed Trapped in the speed force, whatever you want to call it. Flashed deaths. But in the Prime Earth continuity, Dawn and her brother are saved by somebody that you wouldn't think would save them. Reverse Flash, Ear Bond Bomb. This is where I really do not like this story. After they seem lost during a battle with the Dementors, because during this whole thing, using the Cosmic Treadmill during this little battle, does cause them to disappear or be killed. They sacrifice themselves, quote-unquote, because of the Dominators, yeah. Yeah, but during this, Vaughn used his abilities to taint Dawn and Dawn with the reverse speed force. In the process of this, they were first unleashed onto a futuristic central city against an older Flash. Um, becoming, essentially, these two actually do become a part of the Legion of Zoom. Um, their their history is very convoluted, very weird, I guess is a good way to put it. Um, but I think we did that justice, Bryce, don't you think? At this point, there's yeah. not a lot of history, but it's one of those weird stories between these two. Exactly. And they have not appeared since 2020, maybe. Yeah, they 
What was it? Prime Earth is usually what? Whenever, whenever, whenever the Legion of Zoom story was. That was extremely recent, but it is April 2023 at the time of this recording, and they have not appeared since. <laughs> they, they have not appeared in three years. Yes. So I think that's a good way to end our Forgotten Speedsters. And like we said, we do highlight Jay, we do highlight Barry, we do highlight Wally, and we do highlight Bart. Um, and there are, of course, also speedsters that exist that we have not highlighted at all this month. Um, so if you think that there was one that we should have mentioned, tell us in the comments. Because um, we there are so many of them. <laughs> we we haven't we haven't talked much about excess. We haven't talked much about Wallace West. Yeah. Uh, Jay and Irie. Yep, Jay um, and Irie. Which Jay is a really interesting one because he uses the speed force, but he's not a speedster. Speedster, yeah, he's fascinating. Um, there's you we're can missing count, people. You can count Linda now. Yeah, yeah, we can Linda. Uh, we're we're missing people. Is the point here? Um, yeah. So know. if you want to yell at us for leaving out your favorite, let us know. Please don't don't yell at me for science. Please yell at us for the fact. <laughs> hey, listen, listen. Regardless of who we cover, regardless of who we talk about, as long as you guys are enjoying the Flash and the Flash family in some way, shape, or form, we're happy over here. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? If you have favorite like Wallace or Excess, or um, obviously Jay and Irie are newer characters, but if you have favorite stories with those characters, drop them in the comments. Like give us reading lists too. Yeah, uh, we all we honestly probably could have also included inertia in this. Yeah. Oh, inertia, and uh, I know we don't like the new fifty two, but Daniel West is also important to Wallace. Mm -hmm. So yeah, like just so many. Yeah, there, there are characters that we just did not talk about. Um. So if you want to yell at us for that, or would like to have a conversation with us in the comments somewhere, comment. Um, cause we do look at them. <laughs> yeah. And you can do that at Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram at comic talkers. Um, you can also listen to the podcast anywhere on Spotify for podcasters, Spotify, Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, podcast, YouTube. Let us know what you think. Um, we're here to listen. We want to hear from you guys to hear from what your guys' opinions are. Um, and without further ado, my name is Brandon. I'm Mary. And I'm Bryce. And may comics always be the top of your discussion.